Hey guys, welcome to the Kevin and Fred show. My name is Kevin Kaufman. I'm your host. And I just want to say thank you for taking some time out to listen with us this week. Do me a favor. If you don't mind, before we get to today's guest, head on over to ratethispodcast.com. That is ratethispodcast.com forward slash NLA. That stands for next level agents. Ratethispodcast.com forward slash NLA and leave us a review or just go to any podcast player that you prefer and uh, look us up, The Kevin and Fred Show, and please leave us a review. That is the best way to support our efforts here in the show. All right, let's get to today's episode. All right, guys, we're back. Happy New Year. 2023. What? What is going on? Well, I think we should do a little bit of a look back on 2022. Okay. Perhaps some um, lessons learned. Maybe you could share anything that comes to mind from some of your favorite podcast episodes or just things that stood with you, not necessarily your favorite episode, but something that carried with you throughout the year. Uh, and then perhaps maybe we do a little bit of a look forward. What's in store for 2023? Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Way to put me on the spot. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so I was looking back the other day, um, but I went way back, not just to 2022. And I started watching short sale power hour. It was terrible, by the way. Like, yeah. I, I shout out to Wes Jones for bringing that up. Yeah, it was Wes the, Jones' fault at the Metrics Mastermind. Definitely Wes's fault. Right. I'm looking at just to, okay. I'm getting to 2022. If you have no idea what we're talking about right now, do not go on Kevin Coffin's YouTube channel and do not search for Short Cell Power Hour. Thank you. So here's some fun stuff. Like yeah. first episode of 2022 is Phil Jones. Mm. And so who wrote the book? Exactly what to say. And uh, we talked about why you went against the traditional publishing, blah, blah, blah. But the, the, the book, exactly what to say and kind of his work around that and even the real estate version of that book, super impactful. Uh, and he's, he's kind of a fun guy to talk to because he's, he's pretty intelligent. He's obviously very well spoken. Um, and he's just kind of a master at what he does. That was a great, that was a, that was a fun episode to record. Well, I think, as you know, I don't read a lot of uh, books except the ones that you tell me to read. There's very few because I know true. I do read a lot of fiction. I just don't read a lot of anything else. True. Uh, but my two top books for 2022, hands down, would be Exactly What to Say and Die with Zero. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think I've ever had a book that literally found itself with a like folder on the desktop of my computer with like different notes and documents and printouts and things like that. And uh, that was Die with Zero for me. But Phil Jones also had some very significant things impact me and my business in my life last year. Yeah. Uh, Phil's Phil's book was great. Um, so I don't want to diminish that, but along the same lines, I can't think of a book. I mean, I can think of like, let's put it this way. I'd put die with zero up there with like three or four other favorite books or maybe more impactful books that I've read might be the right word where I have like in my notebook, I've got folders and folders in my notebook of like, different things like from the sections of the book, not to give it away if you haven't read it. And then of course we get to have Bill, the author of die with zero on the podcast as well, uh, much later in the year. And, uh, I agree, man, that was like, what a, that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, honestly, looking back at 2022, Bill Perkins probably said the most outlandish thing, uh, on the Kevin and Fred show. I'll let you go listen to it and find it yourself. He actually um, did. He somehow managed but that to, had to, that was like the most outlandish thing anybody's ever said on the podcast. And, I, and you and I are on here sometimes. So that's like, it's hard to top that. Considering some of the stuff that you and I say, it is pretty outlandish to think that Bill Perkins, a, a published author, a very high selling published author and very successful guy outside of that 
actually said the most outlandish thing that anybody's probably ever said on this podcast. Mm. It's pretty amazing. But yeah, the book, that book was, um, it was impactful and, uh, he was a great guest and, um, that was a fun podcast. That was a fun episode. I'm putting you on the spot right now, but, uh, what was your most, uh, enjoyable interview? And when I say that, I don't mean like the person you're closest to or the most fun you had, but which interview was like maybe the easiest or just like it flowed. Like sometimes you get in a, in a podcast interview groove, if you know what I mean, which ones, you know, stands out to you. So uh, one, I don't know if this is recency bias because I did it more recent or if this was the truth, I'll, I'll scroll back through the episodes from the year though in a minute and verify it. But what comes to mind first is David queen mm-hmm. um, because I know him so well. So it was a very fluid conversation. And as you know, with David, he's, he's really, while he's a soft-spoken guy, he's also an open book. And so when you know him, like I know him, it's, it's, you could just ask him questions and he just like, opened up dude and just shared so much i actually got more direct personal feedback like via text or or instant messenger on his episode than i do on most episodes and i've had some like we just talked about phil jones and bill perkins two best-selling authors like i had them both on the podcast this year too i got more feedback about david queen than i did either one of them Mm. so i would say i would say probably probably david queen i'm gonna i'm gonna scroll back through a few of see if there's any other uh, how do you describe it? Easy, uh, easy, flowing, enjoyable, maybe the word like, you know, just anyway, who, uh, let's see who, who earned a second, uh, episode, like who just knocked it out of the park that you had to bring him back for more besides me. Of course, I know we did a, a team partnership, uh, two part episode earlier this year. So actually a few, uh, uh, Andrew Franklin came back uh-huh. for a second episode this year. Uh, that was cool. Um, both Dave Zajinski and Chris Bowers were repeat multiple mm. times just in this year alone um guest chris heller came back again mm. for another time frank klesitz was a repeat guest this year uh you've uh released jay white's episode already and, have and you jay, not yeah and, and then jay was like twice in three weeks or something like that because we got into it and then he said something towards the end of the podcast where it was like dude we have to stop that like we can't record a two-hour podcast we got to stop but it was so meaningful that we basically just circled back around and recorded a, a second podcast about the one subject that he sparked in the first episode, which I thought was super good. One, you know, you aren't at the most awkward podcast was this year. Yes, please. You know what it was. You were there. Jeremy Houston, Matt chick. <laughs> I love you guys. If I you're forgot listening. about that one. That was in March, dude. Yeah. I was in the room and uh it was a train wreck watching the three of you talk to one another dude the, uh, but it, but you know what's so awesome they were strong arming me into a conversation that we, i didn't want to have on like they kept redirecting i'm like what are you guys doing but then it's because we know we knew what they wanted they they actually wanted to talk about exp they just <laughs> couldn't say it out loud at that point i'm looking at the date i published that we published that march 14th they moved over in may yeah that, that the- short of a period of time it's unfortunate, but the best conversation that the three of you had was actually after we turned the mics off. Yeah. And we all started talking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris Heller's was good too. Cause it's always easy for me to talk to Chris. Um, Chris Suarez was pretty good too. Andrew Franklin was good. Cause we didn't talk about real estate sales pretty much at all. We talked about all of his ancillary business and how he's crushed it with obviously title, but hard money and investing 
Um, and the way he's just been able to take his business and just tapping into by tapping into his ecosystem of like a sale of a big sales team. And so that was, that was actually a really fun episode too. I think I might've told you after I recorded that one and that was back in June. So fun. If I go back like my first episode with Andrew, understand that Andrew sells more houses in the next hour than you and I sold this month. Um, he runs circles around us, but to hear him talk as like a, as he's developed as even more of a business person, it was such a fun conversation to, to see how polished he is these days. Like he's just on top of being an amazing guy. He's just an amazing business person too. Yeah, for sure. I love it. Um, well, let's see, uh, outside of the podcast, what, um, what were some of your highlights of 2022 outside of the podcast? Yeah. Um, reading dive zero. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I, that's as weird as that sounds like, um, reading dive zero, like it made me force me to think about so much in a different way, um, than I ever had before and sort of reposition a lot of things in my life. So probably that. I think uh, one thing that jumps out to me is last year, we uh, we always do a lot of events, like attend or put on a lot of events, but we threw some really good masterminds last year. And when I say we threw, I, we we hosted, we, we sponsored, we put on uh, some really good masterminds last year, but there was a couple that I, I can just reflect back on being the reason I think I, I they stand out to me is like we, we either uh, went much further in a relationship with somebody or we were introduced to somebody that is now like like kind of weird to even think about. Like uh, I'll just say our our, our friends, Katie, uh, yeah. like, like the, we just met them <laughs> literally like in the last 12 months or so or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like our friend Katie. Anyway, uh, so there's just interesting things like that that, that kind of come out. So that stands out to me. Um, I think, uh, you and I just recently attended what I thought was an incredible two day mastermind. Uh, we were just attendees in the room. Yeah. Uh, last month in December, uh, Brian Gubernick, Ben Kinney put on a great two day mastermind in Scottsdale metrics. And, uh, dude, I mean, the caliber of people that they went out and got that pretty were in amazing. that room was pretty pretty impactful pretty awesome yeah it was um that's that's a recency bias there if i'm being honest not because they're that the mastermind was awesome but it, just, it stands out to me as like that was one of the better masterminds I've ever been to it really was uh and could, i mean we didn't talk about real estate sales at all those two days no it was a wealth building life enhancement etc you know i just thought of something from your previous question you know who else was a great interview hmm. like easy and to hear her stories megan kincaid yeah, because she's such yeah. a fucking badass, like with her experience at, at uh, Investor Hub and the way she kind of the way her and her business partner, uh, Stephen, mm -hmm. had built that up. And then she walked away from it after she realized it wasn't, you know, where she wanted to be anymore. Uh, I thought that was awesome. And she was just so open about it. Like she was a really good interview. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get away from the podcast episodes last year. What What everyone really wants to know, Kevin is how many times did you go in your cold plunge in 2022 and then follow it with a trip to your sauna 
That's what we really want to know. I mean, it seemed like 942 times, but what was the final count in 2022? Well, I actually starred in the sauna, Brad, and I can't believe you don't know this. So, oh, you go get hot first and then you cool off. Is that what you do? It's not the thought of getting hot and cooling off. It's the the thought process is it's harder to finish cold. Like it's like it's mentally more challenging to stay cold than it is to stay hot. Like in the morning. Now at night, you want to finish hot if you want to be able to go to sleep. Like if I, I don't really cold plunge at night because I want to be able to go to sleep. But you don't really. So like sometimes you do. So I have cold plunge like after four or five in the afternoon, but rarely like probably five times or less. Okay. Mostly it's almost always in the morning. Okay. Or early first half of the day by noon. I don't think anybody. how cold's the water. I think everybody wants to know that too, Kevin, exactly how cold is the water. If they want to know that thing, follow me on Instagram. It's 39 degrees, 39. Okay. You're, That's cold. You're such an idiot. What? All right. I think, what there's some other things that some of us want to know, okay, that came out in 2022. How many pairs of shoes do you now own? Like you used to not wear that shoes I wear, at all. That I wear? No. How many pairs of shoes do you own? I don't know how many I own. I have 20 pairs that I wear that I like. 20 that you rotate through. Yes. But then I have like <sighs> old shoes I've had for years that I wear to like take the trash out. I have a pair. Okay. And then I have... A pair of gym shoes. Just one lonely pair of gym shoes. Yeah, they they gotta be replaced. They're they're pretty old. Okay. And then I still have a few pair that I don't wear that I bought because when I was trying to find shoes that would be comfortable enough to wear, uh-huh. I bought like four different brands of shoes, and I I didn't throw those away. I, I did donate I think one or two of those pair. Have you started I, calculating your CPW by chance? It's lower than yours. L- lower than mine. Okay. See, you want to tell people what CPW is? I want to see who reaches out and maybe asks us about that. So ridiculous. <laughs> Just Okay, like I, I bought one pair of shoes for Andrew Franklin's wedding last year. Oh, I wore I, a suit. And I wore year. it once. And then the other night, you made me go to dinner at some place that I had to wear shoes. Like I previously was not admitted to this restaurant with my flip-flops on earlier this year. And then you and some other friends made me go back to the same building that I was embarrassed and ridiculed in for my footwear and made to feel less than, and I had to go back with shoes on. Here's the best part. So I, my CPW, my cost per wear was brought down on Andrew Franklin's wedding pair of shoes. I got a second wear in them. This is the best part. You give me shit for having bad service at restaurants. <laughs> and I have been to Maple and Ash three times prior to last night, last night, meaning when we recorded this. And had great experiences every time. Never had to wait. Great service. Great food. We had a reservation last night and didn't get sat for almost an hour after the reservation. Oh, it was only 53 minutes after the reservation, Kevin. But you did kind of say earlier this, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, you made the comment that perhaps it's not you. Perhaps it's the combination combination of of you and me. So if you want to go it's to true. dinner, take don't us go. out to dinner individually, would you? Yeah. Don't don't take us both out to dinner. Apparently we're not You'll have good. awful service. I don't know what it is about us. We're not we're not mean to servers by any means. We're great tippers. No. We're just apparently we just I don't know, the combination of the two of us doesn't play well in restaurants. It bends there. Probably on. like podcast episodes too. I don't know. 
and they're all calm and everything. I was just terrible. I was like, why are you calm? Why are you not up? Why are you not pissed off about this? She's like, well, all right. Last question we have, and then we'll, we'll look okay. forward. Um, how many Dodgers, Lakers, Raiders total hats do you own? Did you, did you, did you wear in 2022? More than the number of shoes? No, it's about the same. About the same? It's just about the same. Okay. I just have to get together. Okay, cool. These are the things that people want to know, man. How many Dave Matthews band concerts have you been to this year? Did you go to in 2020? Oh, in 2022? Hold on. I got to do the math. Uh, Two, three, four, five, six. Six times in 2022. Uh Uh-huh. If you're a listener and you have not been to see your favorite band six times total i would like for you to tell me for your text instant messenger i mean facebook messenger instant messenger was this the boxer we'd like please send kevin a vox yeah please send me a boxer uh i want to know all right how many times total for dave matthews uh, i don't know you, wanna, you really want to know yeah i Hold know on, i gotta, gotta pull have it the, up you gotta app. have the running total somewhere. yeah well i do but i gotta go to like i gotta go to one of my apps i've got a couple different websites that show me that if you really want to know kevin i do uh show number 90 was on november 4th the day before my birthday yeah but that's over 23 years to put What's that in 90 divided by 23 uh, i don't know four so you're above average in 2022 yeah for show going yeah how many travis I'm starting Matthews 2023 shirts? hold on let me finish the dave matthews band okay. I'm starting 2023 out though with four concerts before the end of February. That's a record. Jesus. Four. Christ. But if if you want to count Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds as as a as part yes, of this, yes, it counts. It counts. Okay. Like if Dave's on stage, that counts. Yes. Okay. Then four. It's not my. I didn't know he was coming to play a Super Bowl show. Yeah, it's so not I, your fault. I, I mean, he showed no, up in my town. Fault. I'm going to the show. It's not your fault. How many Travis Matthews shirts do you have? Did I say that right? Is it Matthew or Matthews? It's Matthew singular. Singular Matthew. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many? My my uh, his, his... my son calls them EXP shirts, just so you know. That's he awesome. thinks the M equals EXP. I like where his head's at. Yeah. Uh I don't know, like polos or just in general, how many Travis Math? I mean, north of 50, if we're talking t-shirts, polos, long sleeve shirts. It, it just makes it, you know how you just shop black? Like I I just shop. You shop black shirts. I just shop Travis. Matthews. I'm just establishing some facts right now. That's all I'm doing. But nobody. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many lights do you think, how many Christmas lights do you think you have up at your house right now? Not including your cul-de-sac. Got to take those down by the way. Uh, not oh, including my cul-de-sac. Now being as I did day, decorate my cul-de-sac. I know that's what I'm saying, but just at your house. Actual lights. I don't know. I mean, I probably have at least, 12 to 15 like things you have to put together like what do you mean like uh i don't know you call them like christmas yard decorations would be like the the, not blow up stuff i don't like that that stuff's cheap you have to like put together like yeah you have to like put the put the things together what do you think i just like store them all in one how much is your december electricity bill uh between my uh, higher my how much like car how much charging and, percentage higher is it than than say like november i don't know can i come back with that data later yeah I would it's, love, i'd love it's to know. gonna be I'm more just, like i don't know how much it costs to plug in 
Christmas lights, but at your um, level of Christmas lights, less than serious. the cold plunge in a sauna throughout the year for sure. But I don't Not know. a chance. Oh, for sure. Cold. You had to run separate electrical for your your cold plunge in your no, sauna. No, it's for the sauna. Cold plunge just plugs into a regular outlet. I wish somebody else was here right now just to laugh at how ridiculous our conversation it's is. Stupid. It's really stupid. However, I'm just I'm just all I'm doing is establishing some facts here. Okay, I hope Jeff Musser at least listens to the Travis Matthew. He he sends me texts every once in a while. He, he owns Travis. Like two Travis Matthew things, and so he said, "I'm wearing one of my two or three Travis Matthew shirts today." Dave Z likes Travis Matthew. No, he's moved on to the oh. uh, the expensive whale. Oh, that's right, that whale thing. Yeah, what what's that one called? the expensive it's like an east coast thing you got to be kind of east coast preppy to wear it i'm not east coast preppy dave is East Coast, and i'm not a golfer either but at least i can wear travis matthew and and you know sort of feel like one dave's refined yeah what is that brand i went to uh i went to uh wrigley field this year for a baseball game right before i went to dave matthew's band concert just to bring this full full circle speaking of whales i got and uh they had um they had Wrigley Field shirts with the whale brand on them, but they were like $80 or something. I was like, it's a t-shirt. Vineyard. Vineyard vines. vines. Thank you. There it is. Vineyard vines. Speaking of whales, I hope I'm alive when this airs. I So I almost went there earlier, but I was like, I will feel really bad if you're oh, not. Oh, is that what you were going to say? Before? Yeah. When we no. were talking about die with zero and how it's you've made different decisions, I was going to have you lead everybody through what you're doing after Christmas. And I was going to make some snarky comment about, I hope you actually come back to record next week's podcast. But I, I don't actually know if you will. I mean, I, ho- I hope you do, but you're kind you, of putting yourself at risk here. Aren't you, you have my permission to air this episode if I die between last week and this, the area of this one. I have a quick disclaimer. If Hartford Life Insurance is listening to this particular podcast episode, this is all in jest. And end, end of disclaimer. And in theory and safe with, with licensed professionals. It is Hartford Life Insurance that if you die, gives me a bunch of money, right? They or give, gives, they, gives they your, give it to my wife. I guess they give it to your wife. Ass. That's that's true. And then you I get, get then it's the just business. the Fred the Fred show. Yeah, you get the podcast and a sales team. Good luck. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> the, um, so yeah. So <laughs> right after Christmas, I'm going to San Diego with a bunch of fam, like like 15 family members. We're pretending that this already happened. 2022 is done. All right. So last week. I was in San Diego, La Jolla, to be specific, and went on a kayaking tour to see whale, like whale, let me whale watching kayak tour. And this is a big division in my family. We have Team Fun and Team Snacks. Team Snacks is not leaving the sand. Team Fun is getting in a kayak and going to whale watch from a kayak in the ocean in the cold water. And so I decided you're, to, you're, yeah, so you are going to tell decided, the story, right? So I was like, people are like, what do you, they could eat? What if you got eaten by a whale? Or I'm like, whatever, no one's going to do that. I knew full well. I've actually seen videos of like whale and kayaker incidents. So one night, when I, when I realized like, no, we're really going to do this. I start go, I go to YouTube and I just start typing in, whale swallows kayaker and i find all, all of these videos like there's more than one of a whale literally swallowing somebody on a kayak 
and they they mostly always spit them out right away mostly but i just always for, for whatever so i start sending it will to, you please wear a camera and live stream this yeah i actually thought about going to buy like a gopro or uh, okay. 360 or something cool and uh and so i don't know what it is but i just found it to be so hilarious and i just kept have you saying, ever heard of the power of your thoughts and your- it's funny you have permission to laugh it's at me. It's funny if I get watching other people whale. get swallowed by whales. Oh, I will absolutely laugh at you. Like if I have to give a eulogy or even talk about you, you're gonna. I, I will. I will absolutely laugh at you, and I will play probably this podcast episode for my justification for laughing at your death. If you're listening to this post, hum, hum, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I think it's humorous. I think, but I'm not sure. I'm humorous. I know that. Well, you know you what? Watching though? whales eating folks is also fairly humorous the uh you know what though you know what that'd get me out of mount everest i'm not actually going to mount everest oh let's talk okay so, so let's, but looking forward kevin what are you looking forward to in 2023 this is not that well tell us what you're not looking forward to let's start there so uh so we went to the metric mastermind and they brought in a special guest colin o'brady wrote a book called the 12 hour walk and that book is exactly about what you think it is it's about and it's so that's torture enough. I'm not going to go any further into that. Check it out. Go buy the book. It's I'm going to make one side comment. He didn't just write a book about a 12 hour walk. The guy has broken like multiple world records for doing amazing physical. Yeah, he's an adventure seeking uh, athlete. I don't know how to describe it. Like yeah. and he's in he's best in the world. Uh, he's broken so many, quote unquote, impossible records. And so. At the end of the book, there's a section of the book where he like briefly talks about this business he has called that he started with Jesse Itzler and some other guy. Um, called I think it's called like nine two zero two nine or something like that. Effectively, there's a guy that said, "Hey, I want to climb Mount Everest one day, but you know, I got a family, I got young kids and a wife, and I just don't find it. I don't think it's responsible for me to do that now, but I've always wanted to." So they come up with this idea of like. Why don't we go to this over this mountain over here, you know, pick a mountain out. And if we did that 19 times, like if we went up and down 19 times, that would be the same distance as going to Everest. So anyways, this thing turns into this whole event business. It's all the backstory I'm going to give. Fast forward to December 14th, 2022. I get a text message from Brian Kubernick. He says, hey, it's got a link. And it says, you should sign up for this. It's going to sell out today. I just signed up. Come with me. Well, yet you have to pay for this thing. Not not only do you have to have to risk your life on a mountaintop yeah. over thirty six hours, but they charge you for it. Yeah. So isn't it like a public mountain? <laughs> it's a ski mountain, so you actually have to pay to be there. But close enough. <laughs> so Brian Goomer, so he doesn't just rope me into it. His wife is roped into it. Jay White is out in North Carolina, and then Eric and Julie, who are in Las Vegas, like. So he just sends his group text right as you sat down in here says, sends me a picture of, of Squaw Peak Mountain. And it says the road to Everest starts today. So I just responded with hashtag couch to Everest because that's my new hashtag for the year. So I got to somehow trained. To- By the way, I, I only can find two or three people on Twitter. Anyhow, that used your hashtag before you did. So congratulations. That's pretty oh, good. It's pretty. It's pretty good. Couch to Everest. So you know, can I can I just comment for a quick moment and yeah. say that I was not invited on Couch to Everest, which I consider to be like 
the utmost compliment. So I just want to say thank you to Brian Gubernick here live on our podcast. That's because way back in the day, you almost died in his gym. Yeah, he almost killed me. Yeah, he doesn't. He can't in his CrossFit gym. I literally almost died. You did almost die. So did his, yeah. brother, his brother almost died that day too. I'll never forget. Yeah, that. I heard. I, I heard Jason Abrams one time almost died in that in that gym and and plenty of other. Like there's a whole wall of us up there of folks that almost died in the CrossFit 480 gym. CrossFit 480 left a wake of people. At any rate, yeah, you know, like Jocko or whatever likes to like take pictures of his you sweat. Know, sweat on the ground. Like, like there's literally like I think there's multiple like chalk outlines on the ground of CrossFit 480's former gym. Guaranteed. So if you see me posting a lot of pictures from like a mountain this year, it's because I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to hike. So 29,000 feet of elevation in 36. So you have 30. So at this event, you have 36 hours. So you're not climbing Everest to be clear. You're flying to Utah and over 36 hours, you're going to simulate the distance from the bottom of Everest essentially yeah. to the top of Everest by walking up and down a mountaintop in Utah over 36 hours. Yes. And so, but thankfully like you don't have to like be strapped in and tied down and cross. Yeah. Over there's no any, rock like, to like fall rocks, over. Like, you, okay. It's just like, like hiking a mountain. This, like, this is like the mid 40 year old yes, hike. A, yeah. We are the, we are the demographic. Sorry, Brian, I don't know that you're mid 40s. He is. He turned 44. <laughs> while oh, we were, I forgot. Yeah. While we were at dinner. Cause it took okay. so long. He finally caught up to you. Yeah. He did. So he's officially mid mid forties also. Uh, and we are absolutely the target demographic for this company. I've never felt so marginalized in my life. <laughs> All right. So that is what you're not looking forward to in 2023. Um, I, I, this is going to sound like a tease, but I want to actually talk about this on a future podcast episode. Okay. But you uh, I'm okay. For any of our team members to hear this, I love all of you. And if I'm being very honest, when you own and run a real estate team for 15 years, your love of your business goes in and out with time. Is that a fair statement? Can I say that? That is fair. Okay. That doesn't have anything to do with the people. That has to do with just like when you're in something for a long time and you and I are celebrating 15 years of working together here next month, February of 2023. Yes. And so in that time, like you just, you have moments where you're like pumped up about your business and excited. And you have other moments where you're like, maybe uh, feel a little directionless or feel like you could be doing more, doing better, whatever it may be. Yes. Um, I'm really excited for our real estate sales team in 2023. And I haven't said that in years. a couple of years. I agree. So am I. I don't love our team members anymore, any less than, than I did last year. I just, I'm really excited for some things that we're doing and I'll just leave it at that. Hopefully you'll allow us to come on here and share more of some of the uh, shifts we're making in our real estate team. Yeah. Big stuff coming up. I think what is safe to say today is the market's changed so much. Uh, we're in for a tougher market mm -hmm. for a while. Uh, and it's going to require different things to be successful than what's been required the last few years. And I know for one, that's exciting for, for the two of us. Um, and I think also um, you and I obviously have some news to share soon. And so there'll be other reasons why we're excited. Yeah. I'm also looking forward uh, coming up in like, I don't know, less than 30 days. You and I have a mastermind here in Scottsdale, Arizona, February 2nd. Why am I looking forward to that one? 
uh, we're taking a different direction with our masterminds this year. We've got like a couple of them we're doing here in Phoenix. And uh, if you're somebody that's ever been to one of those, maybe you want to reach out to us and think about coming back. If you've never been to one, maybe you want to reach out to us and ask what it takes to apply slash qualify. We don't actually like, don't this is the most promotion we've actually ever done. We, I'm not trying to really promote it. I was just talking about the fact that you and I have some cool, interesting stuff that we're doing at that mastermind, yep. uh, taking a different approach to talking about not only real estate sales, but wealth building and, uh, you know, just growth overall in life. So I'm excited about that, man. Should be good. Um, yeah. Reach out. I'm not going to promise that you can be invited. It is invite only. We're not, we don't advertise this. Um, but there's some good conversations and there's some really cool people. It's because we handpick them and purposely get a good mix of people. And uh, I'm excited for February too, because it's going to be different. Yeah. than what we've done. What else are you looking forward to? I got a couple other things in mind, but personal or business. Well, I mean, if you're going to talk more about your cold plunge hats, shoe collection, then we don't want to talk about personal, but um, sure. Personal or business. I'm I'm excited for travel personally. Like I'm definitely gonna do a lot. Where are you going this year? That you've never been, or that you what what are you doing different this year? Disneyland with the kids. Thanks, Dad with zero. Yeah, took you freaking long enough to take your kids to Disneyland. I'm not gonna have that that argument with you now. Uh, Hawaii in May. May slash June. Um, I guess I'm going to Utah in August to go, <laughs> to go climb quote unquote Mount Everest. Um, obviously do some beach time in the summer. I'll find something to do the second half of the year though, or like the third, third, fourth quarter. Yeah. All right. What else am I looking forward to though? Work-wise? I mean, I'm, I'm excited for, I just, about the team. I think we should maybe like, that should be its own episode where we talk about some of, the, some of the changes, uh, some of the growth opportunities that we've got. And what probably can't be his own episode of is EXP Realty or some people will turn us off, but I can at least talk about like hopefully one minute. You'll give me that. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I'm excited for some stuff we got going on EXP. Like uh, what is it next week? We've got 15 or 20 folks, many, um, well, half of them flying in from around the country for a little mastermind that you and I are doing with uh, some of our top EXP growers. Uh, but here, here's honestly why I'm really excited about EXP Realty this year. Uh, I think that the market being what it is, I think there's going to be a lot of leaders and a lot of brokerages that are exposed this year. And what I say that, what I mean is they're going to be exposed for their lack of um, ability to help people through tough times. Yeah. Their lack of maybe like just where they're at in their life. They don't want to put extra hard work in right now in this season. And so they may hang it up. They might sell. They might fold it up. Um, there's some companies out there that I don't think are going to make it through the end of the year, not without massive restructuring, massive change in their, uh, economic model and, or being bought or borrowing massive amounts of money, more money. Uh, uh and so I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of excited to see that play out. I feel, you know, looking back a little bit, EXP just paid out their biggest quarterly dividend ever in the history of the company, you know, four and a half years ago, the conversation was, is exp profitable is it sustainable and here we are four and a half years later and they've paid out i think like a year's worth like every quarter for over a year now dividends on their stock because there's so much cash on hand that like the dividend payment got even bigger this time so then yeah they're increasing the dividend payment they've also increased their stock buyback spend mm -hmm. so like last quarter they spent 50 five zero million dollars going out into the public markets 
and buying back our own stock. And the reason why they do that is to protect the value for us agents who own the majority of it. Yeah. And so that way we also can control it and not dilute it. So we can continue to reward and award people with stock as yeah, as part ensure of- the longevity, if yeah. you will, of the stock awards and the icon awards and things of that nature. So I'm, I mean, honestly, I'm really excited. Like, I, I wouldn't, I, I'm going to make some people mad, but I, I just, I wouldn't want to be a franchise owner in 2023. I wouldn't want to be a real estate company that wasn't built on a virtual platform that was trying new things or had raised a bunch of foreign money or whatever it may be. Like that doesn't mean that I don't appreciate every brokerage that I don't think there's good things about all of them, that I'm not grateful for my time at different brokerages, or I don't love the people at other brokerages. I'm just trying to say, man, I'm, I'm really feel proud and excited for EXP, the positioning that they're starting 2023 off with. That's got me excited. Yeah, me too. And all that it's going to be rough. I think for all companies like transaction, like, they're estimating transaction count to be down like a good 30 plus percent uh-huh. around the country, uh-huh. which just means byproduct of that comp- all real estate companies will make less money next year. Yeah. Um, so, so how do you offset that? If you were to look forward, like how do you offset a 30% reduction in transaction count? Um, I think the only way to do that is you have to go add more transactions, which means adding people like at the end of the day, this is a, this is a recruiting business. All real estate companies are recruiting companies that all of them recruit. Well, let me rephrase that. All of the ones that are still in business recruit. All of the ones that want to stay in business recruit. Mm-hmm. You have to, to stay in business in the real estate world. Um, you know, I think the other way you do that is you maximize what you already have. You can obviously cut expenses. Um, you can only cut expenses so far though, when you're trying to provide service, you know, like in our case, our case, you know, EXP, you know, 85, 86,000 agents, like, you need a certain amount of staff to service those people. Certainly. Granted, our our virtual model allows us to do that way more efficiently than uh, like a brick and mortar franchise system, but it still does require quite a bit of outlay for it. Um, so, I mean, I think you take advantage of what you have. You, you trim the fat, you recruit, you recruit, you recruit. Yeah, and I didn't necessarily mean uh, just specifically even around brokerages, but just oh, like knowing the, as an agent, as a team owner, knowing same. that transaction sides are down. It's probably why I'm reinvigorated about our real estate team is because I think you and I got slapped real hard last the last quarter of last year, re- recognizing like, yeah, we better turn up the growth mode. We better turn up the the value offerings. We better we better do something different. We better shake some things up, offer some more because like we're we're gonna have to. You're gonna have to grow to continue to make the same amount of money or close the same amount of transactions you, you became accustomed to in the last few years. Yeah. I mean, the answer is the same. Like, I mean, yeah. really it's, it's recruit, 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 trim the fat, recruit, 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 uh, inspect what you expect on activities, like making sure people are doing what they're supposed to be doing and yeah, selling some real estate. In a weird way, I'm looking forward to all the unknowns that will come with 2023. <laughs> like, think back to 2022. I mean, we could obviously go all the way back to 2020, right? The un- obviously the unknown of COVID and stuff that showed up. And but um, I mean, 2023, especially in the or 2022 in the housing market, like, did you really expect that after the first quarter that 2022's housing market had? Did you expect the brakes to get thrown on and the interest rates to do what they did in such a short amount of time? I don't remember talking to anybody in January and February that said, watch out 60 days from now, 
interest rates are going to be two points higher or whatever. Right. So there's always those unknowns. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what 2023's unknowns are, but in some weird way, I'm looking forward to them. Yeah. It's the, uh, it was the velocity of change. That was the quote unquote scary part. It's not where we're at. Where, where we're at is it's where we're at. What it's what it is. Homes still sell. Uh, it's the velocity of how, how, you know, how quickly it got different. Yeah. Opportunity ahead. Maybe that's why I'm excited because it's already yeah. more of a balanced market today. Like we're, we're starting the year off in more of a balanced zone across most major Metro markets. We're starting the year in higher interest rates. We're starting the year with people with less reserves. We're starting the year with agent counts smaller than it was a month ago and three months ago. We're starting the year knowing transaction counts are predicted by most major economists to be down. And so like in, in the midst of like a bunch of what sounded like bad news, I, in some weird way, get really excited because I, when things get harder, I, I just I, I tend to have some belief that that you and I specifically in our business over 15 years will will figure out the positioning. We'll figure out where to bring the value. We'll figure out how to stand out, how to survive and then thrive. And so uh, I don't know. I, th- I didn't in the beginning of 2022, I did not think we would have to behave like that. We did over the second half of 2022, we had to figure some different things out that we weren't expecting, but now I'm going into 2023 sort of knowing it's going to be harder. And in some weird old way, I'm excited about that. Like that's better. Just like when you and I used to teach short sales, short sale power. Now I won't do that again. When we used to teach short sales, dude, we had, I mean, remember the concept of like, we would literally plead with people for what seemed like a half an hour in our short sale classes to enjoy hearing the word no. Yeah. And people looked at us cross-eyed. Like I'll never forget like seeing like Adam Lee, if you'll ever hear this, like just seeing your face, some of the first few short sale classes you ever went to, you would give us the weirdest looks like you freaking weirdos, like get off of this stuff. But, but it was, it, you know, like, and, and I told you recently, I went back and watched a short sale power hour video, right? It's yeah, like, you did. I won't use his name, but one of our friends was like, he's wearing a white shirt. It's like, what color is my shirt? And like, I kept trying to convince him on the video, like it was white. And he's like, no, it's not. It was, it's like that weirdness of like, what you expect and like, like, it's not as, it's not as simple and easy. Like you're, there's going to be resistance. You have to fight through. You're going to have to go around stuff. You're going to have to do some things differently this year. And so I don't know in that uncertainty, I get way more excited than just knowing it's going to be a great cool year and everybody's going to buy because interest rates are at 3%. Yeah. It's the challenge. It's the fact that there's a yeah. challenge. There's actually a challenge now. Yeah. Or this must be challenge. what sport. I mean, you and I like sports quite a bit. This must be what sports teams feel like when they go out and like, you know, like when, when you, they have when to you overcome play something. the, you know, when you play the Pistons, right? Like, like the reason that you sometimes don't do well against the Pistons or the Rockets or whatever, right. Is like you play down quote unquote to your, to, competition, to your competition. Right. And, and it's like, but if you're going like there are regular season NBA games, cause you and I both like the NBA that feel like playoff games because both teams know there's a message to be sent in the regular season to that other squad. Not that that game matters the most, but it has a more of a playoff feel to it because like those two teams have a history or those two teams think at some point they're going to cross paths. Like there's just, there's that feeling, whether it's just amongst the players and or people in the arena. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that this year. There's a little bit of like, this is going to be hard, like bring your a game. Or like in football where most of the games are like that because there's so few of them. Yeah. And so like they are all mostly by and large way more intense than let's say like your average NBA game or your average baseball game. 
Yeah. There, you know, it, it almost feels like every game is a playoff game to an extent. That's a good way of looking at that. So it was a good analogy. I hate giving you credit for things. Well, Goodell messed with the NFL a little bit because the regular season always hits a mundane point in the middle for me. And now he added an extra 17th game. So it's even more mundane. But then again, I watch the Cardinals, so I don't really watch him. I just turn it off. <laughs> I watched a game a couple weeks ago. They were winning over the, who were they playing? At the Rams? Patriots. No, they were playing the Patriots a few weeks back and they were winning at halftime. And they I, had the lead in that game? They had the lead in that game by over did? a touchdown. You know what I did? I turned it off at half and didn't even turn it back on. And then I went to bed the next morning. I woke up and they lost by like two touchdowns or oh something. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I didn't. I didn't even realize that. I didn't pay that much attention. Well, it didn't matter. It was kind of an irrelevant game. In the NFL. So. That's true. Anyhow. All um, right. Any closing thoughts? Anything else you're looking forward to this year? Who Who are you after? Uh, who, who's going to be your number one guest this year, Kevin? Is there anybody you really want on the podcast? Maybe our listeners could help you lock down an incredible guest. Maybe right. they're like close buddy, buddy or friend with some uh keith cunningham you like to, okay so if anybody knows keith cunningham personally I'd like to do that I'd like to interview him the road less stupid yeah really good book if you never read that that's the third book i've read in the last two years and i interviewed bill perkins interview the two books i liked the most in the last year i interviewed both authors as well yeah. um you know think you need to get ben kinney back on this podcast uh, yeah uh, you're you always re-airing stuff you've done with ben kinney yeah because he's so famous and you just borrow, i mean he's just, just so sexy i know you, you you one yeah, day you, maybe, grow up, you want to look like ben kinney you know who would be good you know it'd be a good one to get oh. curtis johnson curtis who curtis johnson he's he literally doesn't do podcasts hold on let me let me um let me look that up how do you spell johnson is that like is it like the uh, European spelling or is there an H in there? Like the vaccine. Oh, Johnson and Johnson. Yes. Got it. Okay. Oh yeah. He'd be a good guest. He would, he would be, you should consider him. Um, it's not, it's the other way around. He's I got a that. challenge for you. What? I don't know if this would be a good idea or a bad idea. The individual is a great idea. I don't know how the, how the podcast would go. You should get Glenn Neely on here. Do you think he would do it? I don't know. It'd be kind of fun, though, wouldn't it, if he did? Yeah. He has such great one-liners. Tell, why don't you tell everyone who Glenn Neely is? Uh, Glenn Neely is uh, Kevin and my's longtime coach for well over 10 years now. And uh, sometimes we have great coaching sessions. Right, 12 years. And sometimes we just talk about stocks and basketball and, and cars. EXP rev share and cars. Uh, but did the wisdom in Glenn and his ability to break down complicated things and his ability to shared data and trends and you know been there done that it, it, it's just incredible uh, it'd be actually, kind of a fun one that's actually right yeah yeah i probably shouldn't brainstorm too much with you right now because i'm going to say somebody's name you don't want on here but i knew glenn was a safe one for the record and you're, i also knew getting ben back on here was a safe one you're gonna say one i don't want well i'm afraid i might i'll say somebody you'll be like i don't want to interview them you know are you afraid it's going to offend that person Perhaps. Okay, yeah. Like then, if Curtis Johnson heard his name, if I had suggested Curtis Johnson and you had said, no, that could have hurt his yeah, feelings. No, let's be really clear. Curtis has turned me down multiple times. You know, I actually put something in my calendar for him and I to do a podcast and, and he, he didn't you. accept it. I know he just ignored you. He just doesn't want to do our podcast and it's not good enough for him. I don't know why. 
Yeah. You know, I think that people have better things and better places to go and things to do and people to see. I think we should just uh, wish them well and see them back here next week. Maybe next week we could go more into some of the stuff we're doing on our team, or if not, we'll get there in two weeks or three weeks. Yeah, let's do it next week. Okay. All right. That's it for, uh, I guess, the first official episode of 2023. Yeah. Happy New Year. Uh, Thanks for listening to The Fred Show, and uh, rest in peace, Kevin Kaufman. God, I really hope that turns out to not be true. Hey, man, if you don't die on the water, it might happen in August. That's all I'm saying. Jesus. You're either you're you're going to die on a hill or get swallowed by a shark. I'm not sure which one. I'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of EXP Realty and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.